Welcome to Eloquently Awkward, a podcast for ladies with real conversation and biblical perspective. It's Madeline. I'm Terry. What, what? It's me, Amanda. <laughs> we get weirder every yeah. week. <laughs> We're, we're more getting, comfortable. We're just getting to know everybody. We're and running yes. out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Please help. Send That's not true. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. Happy Friday. Um, so today <clears throat> we are going to switch it up. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. And switch, switch, switch. <laughs> yeah, we really want a DJ table, like do scratch. We need our sound effects, our scratching, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, all right. Today we're going to talk about something kind of racy, y'all. Oh, no. So, we are going to talk about Christian stereotypes. <gasps> bom, bom, bom. That was unplanned, if by the way. you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> wow. If you feel as if you need to get off now because you're already over this episode, that's fine. I can't there. promise the noises will stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're strong, hang in there. This could be entertaining. It's meant to be a fun episode. Yeah. A little we, bit lighthearted or or We wanted to switch things up. <laughs> um so let's just jump in there, Amanda. Here let me write this down. I don't know if, if y'all hear water in the background, I just got a new fish tank. Oh yeah. So wait, shh shh. <laughs> what are their names, Maddie? Well, you see, they're named after my favorite favorite cast on TV. Ross, Chandler, Joey, Rachel, Monica, and Phoebe. Aww, All of them. Yeah. The whole, the gang's all here. <laughs> yeah, none of them died yet. <laughs> yes. Well, her fish are gorgeous. So if you hear bubbling, it's the fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, all right. Well, we are going to switch things up today. And uh, we're talking about doing a new study. And so we kind of had a loo week here. We're just going to do something fun. And then uh, we may start um, another study next week on something specific. So anyway, today we're going to talk about stereotypes. They're not necessarily Christian stereotypes either. I feel like sometimes when people like see it, it's just like the religious woman yeah. kind of stereotypes. Right. Like when... People who aren't religious see religious women. This is what they think of right. Christian or not. When they hear the word Christian woman, this might pop into. The, and these are all. Yeah. Most of it's our opinions and our interpretation. Right disclaimer. Yeah. Don't so, come at us. This yeah. is not like we ain't might, starting fights. There might be some scripture that comes out, but some of this, a lot of it's just going to be our opinion. We might be using the scripture out of context. <laughs> no, we won't. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, I wanted to start with this subject because I just think it's so funny how people jump to this conclusion all the time. But I wanted to start with the uh, stereotype that when people see Christian women, they think that they are just barefoot and pregnant. And that is... Sometimes. I remember, I'm one of eight kids. My husband is one of eight kids. And growing up, both of us, we both got it. Our families, they see, like, our moms with all the kids, and they're like, oh, what religion are you? Are you a Mormon? Are you Catholic? <laughs> like, they start down the line. You know, they're like, oh, they got to be religious. Yeah. They have all these kids following them around. But, uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of true. Well, I the have... Duggars didn't help anybody. Yeah, case. exactly. No, that's okay, true. See, there and then all J names. Like, I was going to say, what's yeah. the other one? Bates is yeah, the Bates. Bates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these big families you see on TV. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and it, it does seem to ring true, though. I mean, a lot of 
religious women do have a lot of children, so maybe mm-hmm. there's truth to well, it. Well, I there's, there's other reasons for that. I don't know where the address is in the Bible, but it says your quiver needs to be full, right? Yeah, and be effect. fruitful Yeah, but my full quiver might just be a dog. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, That's true. It does <laughs> say be fruitful and multiply, and maybe people think we just take they, that to heart, and they're literally. like, wow, you really But did. some religions just don't believe in, like, or birth contraceptives. Control. That's true. Like, That's true. true. So they have, you know, if you're married, then you're going to end up having 20 kids unless you yeah. have something done, like, medically, so. That's true. I don't think they probably believe in that either, though, when you yeah, think about it. Not. Ooh. But we oh my, do that's know. a whole other question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we do know a couple, and I won't say your names, but the guy did tell his wife that that's what... He did tell his wife that he wanted her barefoot and pregnant, and wow. they um, have a lot of kids, so... Yeah. <laughs> but they're adorable, and we love them all. I'm yeah. not sure how I would have handled if my husband had been like, you will. That's something I want you to tell me before there's a ring on my finger, <laughs> yeah. because I want, the, I want an out. <laughs> if yeah. you're just like, listen... How many kids do you want? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a good idea. I did tell my husband when we got married that when we got to 10 kids, I would tell him if it was time to stop or not. So <laughs> I really fall into this stereotype. <laughs> I do have three kids that are three and younger, so, so most you of our marriage gonna, I have. You think you're going to have more? <laughs> well, I don't know. Think Well, just wear know. shoes. Being barefoot is not <laughs> hygienic. So. Actually, I okay, this is not very Christian-like of me, but I love the song Redneck Woman by Gretchen Wilson. Yes. <laughs> With the baby yeah, on her hip. Yeah, that's exactly. I thought of that song today because I was walking through Walmart holding my baby on my hip and he was just in a onesie because it's hot. It's very hot. And I was thinking, I was like singing that song to myself like, I'm a redneck woman. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's okay. all right. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So we are not all barefoot and pregnant. But some but... of the, I think a lot of people though, like Christian people are allowed Wow. around babies a lot so like they want a lot mm-hmm. so when I was younger I was like yeah I want yeah. 15 and now that I'm older I'm like when she realized what I kids really do like, like how they act and people yeah. think I'm selfish but like when I decide I want to be a mom I want to be I don't want to be annoyed with them all the time like oh my gosh I wish I would have <laughs> waited to have kids and tell them all the time like <laughs> let me just tell you something Maddie last night I picked up poop off the floor <laughs> I picked up poop out of the bathtub and I had to clean poop off my arm so, it's not a pretty thing. <laughs> wow. Okay. It was a bad thing. I assume it was your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That nah, was John. He had you should be able to clean it after himself. <laughs> he had a bad night. No, it was my eight-month-old, and he did have okay, a bad as night. As long as it was the youngest one, then we're good. <laughs> yeah. So, it's not pretty. Wow. Okay, yes. I'll write that down. Okay. <laughs> So we're not all barefoot and pregnant. Nope. Okay. Check. Number right. two. Maddie. Number two. Oh, me next? Yep. Okay. Well, I don't... We've been, like, talking about how to word this, but I want to talk about how if you have... if As a female, if you have friends that are not female, and by that I mean male, <laughs> um, not that like you are lying. seen as, like, a flirt in any kind of sense. By your fellow... But for me... In high school, I did have a lot of guy friends because, well, one, I went to a tiny school and I was, like, the only girl. And two, I'm sorry, excuse me. And two, girls are mean. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we can be. So, I found it easier to get along with guys. And so, then my best friend is at college, too. So, when I went to college, I just slipped right into his friend group, which is mostly guys. So, just how it worked out, but... So I guess this is more of a stereotype within the Christian community, yes. not yes. really what. Other yes, because see. in like um like public schools or like 
I don't want to say the world because I don't think it's a bad thing to have yeah. like mainly guy well, friends. Yeah. I think it's how you carry yourself. Yeah, I would say it is a thing in the <clears throat> in the we're not Christian world, but in the secular like, world yeah, too. They have if, mixed if, a friend girl, girls. if a girl hangs out with a bunch of boys, they are they look down upon her and they think bad things. But it about does also her. depend on how you carry yourself because some yeah. girls. That's true. Even I'm like, uh, why are you hanging out with all those, yeah. those men? <laughs> yeah, when I see, like, a girl in, like, skimpy clothing, like, strutting around with a group of 20 dudes, like, flipping her hair. There's, there's assumptions <laughs> that have to be made yeah. <laughs> about that person. Oh, but. And, like, my personality, too, I'm very, like, for the most part, I'm pretty laid back. And I think most girls are not. Mm-hmm. So get, it's not hard for me to hang out with guys. Yeah. I always thought that, like, I was the odd man out in that when I was younger because I always hung out with guys, too. And, like, my brothers were, like, oh, yeah, my best friends. Yeah. yeah. So I always hung out with them and their friends. And I was, was always like, man, I do not get along with girls. I can't stand I them. Like I, I can get say along the same thing guys. about myself. Most I've just been stabbed in the back by boys. too many girls. So I was like, you know what? Because yeah. <laughs> guys really don't like the drama. So they're just like, you know, they're just... Yeah. But in reality, yeah, in the Christian circle, especially those, <clears throat> other girls will look at you because even Madeline had comments made about her at college about who she hung out with and it none of it was true like they labeled well, her my, a flirt and yeah and it's like that's not how that actually actually is yeah well my one of my friends is himself is kind of flirty so all these girls are like they love him so much and they just all want to be with him and so when they see that i hang out with him they're like she just she wants to marry him like that's it i'm uh, like yeah that's jealousy. not it i don't know <laughs> if y'all fine. can just hear my eye roll but they yeah. are pretty far back <laughs> into my head <laughs> So petty jealousy yes, comes yes, up flying out. So ridiculous. But, so, yeah. stereotype number two. Okay, well, here comes the third one, guys. Let's see, which one do I want to do? I'll leave that one to last, because that one's more serious. So this one is, all Christians are narrow-minded. Mm. And my mm. simple answer is no. I'm just kidding. I go on. I'll go <laughs> <The end>. on. <laughs> no, I don't think we all are narrow-minded. I think there are certain truths that we hold on to. One, there is one absolute truth that no Christian should ever, ever feel bad about holding on to. And if somebody calls you narrow-minded because of it, well, then I guess you are. And it is that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation. That is the one thing I can say I'm narrow-minded on. But pretty much anything else, I don't feel like I am as a Christian. Because I really think a lot of things we need to be loving. The Bible tells us to be loving. And I think that's why the world thinks we're narrow-minded. Because Mm -hmm. not enough Christians do things in love. And they are hypocrites and they take their convictions to one extreme and they isolate and they put people down and that's, yes, sin is sin. And I absolutely agree with that, but we are still to love the person and not the sin. You know that, what's that Mm -hmm. saying? Love the sin and not the sin or no wrong way. Love the sinner. Love the sinner. (laughs) That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I don't think Christians are all narrow minded. I agree. I think people think we are because... They just assume because, like, I don't want to step on any toes here, but just because, like, <laughs> that I don't necessarily support someone being gay or mm-hmm. being, you know, things like that, that they think, mm-hmm. oh, well, they're just not even, like, love is love. Like, no, um, I have proof in the Bible that I know what love is, and that doesn't mean that I'm narrow-minded, and it doesn't yeah. mean I'm not going to, like, you know, I'm not just going to, like, tell you to never talk to me. Like, you. I don't want to hear those words out well, of you. That's what like, I mean. No. Yeah. The Bible is very clear about certain <clears throat> things. What sins are, well, all sins are bad. But it's very clear about certain things, what we should do and shouldn't do. But then there are other things that are open into open to interpretation. So, right. not like what you just mentioned. Homosexuality right. is not open for interpretation. But I would 
I would venture to say, even though we don't agree with the act of being homosexual, we still need to love those people. Right. I mm-hmm. have people in my own family that are, and you know what? I love them. I don't treat her any different, and I love on her as much as I can because she won't ever see what's going on. She's going to have to come to that conclusion on her own, and I don't want to be the person that she's like, don't want to be with her because she just doesn't want nothing to do with me. She makes me feel, I don't want to be the reason why someone doesn't want to be part of being a Christian because I don't want to be that hypocrite. So I try yeah. to just love everybody, whether I know them, if I don't know them. I just think that's what well, we need anything, to do. Well, if don't they need it more because they're obviously searching for right. something. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. I think that goes with everybody thinks that, like, we're always, like, stuck in the past, you know. Oh, right. We, oh, yeah. We sing old hymns and we're stuck in our ways and we yes. don't want to change the old fashioned, So old-fashioned. Yeah. yeah, we wear skirts and you dresses. Like, oh, how posh. You know, but, like... I think that goes with that. Like, people just think we're, like, stuck in our ways. But that's not true. We're not stuck in our ways and narrow-minded. I would venture to say anybody that thinks we're narrow-minded, and you probably do have those Christians that are very narrow-minded. Oh, yeah. But you also have the people that aren't even Christian that are also very Mm narrow-minded and have their convictions and ways that they want to do something. So it's not just a Christian thing either. Yeah. But And that's that's what I hate that Christians get such a bad rap sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. you have one group that does something bad. And then they blame it on the whole, the Christians as a whole. Right, one Baptist chains his kids in the basement and they think every Baptist. (laughs) Right, right. So we're not all like that, but... Yeah. yeah. They probably do think that, though. Because or, like, they, yeah, like, one do. Catholic priest, and then they think every exactly. Catholic exactly. priest. Exactly. Yeah. They yeah. think all Catholic priests are the same, and that's not that's not <clears> how <throat> it is. And it's just like what's going on in the world today. They take yeah. one thing, and they apply it to everybody in that profession. It's yeah. it's not right. But yeah. And they think, I think a lot of people think because we have traditions, which I'm not saying all traditions are bad, but, like, I'm going to school for graphic design, and there are some pastors who are like, if it doesn't look like it came straight off Moses' tablet, I don't want it. <laughs> right. And I'm like, but the times are changing, and not yeah. in a bad way, but, like, you have to have some people, just, like, they are, some people are just so, I can't change. It will never change. I will always, you know, once their underwear get a hole in them, they're like, I can't get new underwear. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what that meant. Uh, that's what no, I, I want to get rid of the old things. Yeah, you know? oh, they're, they're trustworthy. Okay. They're, okay. <laughs> they're stuck in their kind of in their yeah, ways. It's a rut. They don't yes. want to modernize anything. <laughs> right. Which yes. I would also venture to say that coming into the are we in the twenty first or twenty second? Twenty first. Like that's not a bad thing either. <clears throat> I mean, now some things I don't think we should change. I agree. But, but there some are some things, things are not bad. Some things are not bad. Yeah. You have but to change some things with the times or right. else you are just some like old way out of date church Relic. that's like can't yeah. relate to anybody mm-hmm. in the new time. And that's not what that you people have to think. relate, but people that aren't Christian, that's what they're gonna relate your church to. Well you're just old buddy duddies and you don't live in the real world. Yeah. That's, that's not it. true. That's so I can see why people I'm not saying you need to change because that's why people like some pastors are like when they hear you say things like that, they're like, Well we're not doing it to attract people and I'm like, No. But people nowadays with the internet and everything are researching everything before they do anything. Yeah. So before they come to your church, if they look at your website and they see that it's trash, they're not going to visit your church. Mm-hmm. So those kinds of things are not bad. And I'm not saying that you need to do it to get attention. Need but, having, shows. Right. <laughs> but having those <laughs> things are like up to date and modern are not bad. And it's not yeah. wrong. It's okay. Right. Yeah. And use the right way. But we can move on from this one. Uh, so my opinion is no, we are not. We are not. No, we are not. No. All right. I have another one. Um, I think a lot of people look at us because of our, like, modesty and think that we are very stuck up. Oh. Mm. I, I can I see that. I would agree that. with that. I think people mm. think, like, they almost relate us to, like, 
no offense to anybody who is, but related to like Amish people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I'm like, do you guys even drive cars? Like, <laughs> yeah. um, what? You don't make your own butter? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, okay, that goes to like everything's homemade, like a crock pot and potlucks. That right. too. I mean, that kind of plays into the <laughs> right. stereotype because we all, you know, yeah. I have a bread maker and an instant pot and a crock pot. And, yeah. you know, I'm just saying. Hey, those things My mom has like. A whole yeah. cabinet. Oh my gosh. Like different yeah. sizes and colors. That was one thing I wanted yeah. to question to me. Do you have to own a crock pot to go to a fellowship and be a Christian? Yes, you do. <laughs> it's on the it's on the paper. When you sign when it's you sign the a visitor card, it says, Do you own a crock pot? Yeah. <laughs> me and my husband were just having that conversation because a few sign up sheets went out at our church this week and like right as they went out, like I signed up and then I went and like did some of those duties and I was like, checklist. Yes. Like yes. I signed up on the sign up sheet. Yes, you did. But anyway. I think that people think that we're stuck up sometimes and kind of like Amish and like we're like over the top. I like think we're better than other people. Speaking of the Amish thing, though, a funny story because my mom was telling me this last week. She went to college at a place and um, <laughs> <laughs> in the East. And when she told people that she was from like Wyoming and Colorado, they literally asked her like, "What is it like back there? Like, is it still like the wild, wild west? So, like little house on the and prairie? Indians? Yeah, oh, like." <laughs> and she went to college in the seventies. People, it wasn't like ancient times, but like they were like, "What is it like over there? Like, they thought it was like horse and buggy, like dirt roads. Like, <laughs> it's so wow. funny. Like, I think you just get this like perception. outlaws and yeah wanted posters. Yeah, well, I think we can do that as Christians too, though, when we look at the more." Um, not liberal churches, but what would it be like these huge mega churches mm-hmm. that just have the which, if you go to somewhere that has a praise band, there's nothing wrong with that kind of music per se. But I sometimes it can get in the way of the what you're supposed to be doing. But I think we as Christians can also look at people and be like, Oh, I don't want to be like them. It's kind of the same thing we're talking about. People look yeah. at us and think we're stuck up because. Or the way we dress, or maybe the way we act, and so that can't yeah. be to the, Don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think too, like we hold ourselves to a, a high standard. We hold ourselves to the standard of the Bible. We should, and God, you know. So then they think, like, when they see us, like, oh, they're just stuck up. They think they're better than everybody else because they go to church and they're this and they're mm-hmm. that, and they, you know, whatever. Or they think if we find out something that they're or, doing, we don't agree with. We're I was going to say, like, yeah, if we if we don't agree with something in their lifestyle, but. I've heard it said many times, like, that's just your own personal conviction, yeah. you know, because then you just, you feel convicted you're about that. That's about why it, you're yeah. mad about it. Yeah. So, but I think people do think that a lot, that we're just, like, stuck-ups and... Don't you think, kinda... I wonder if it has to do with sometimes, I guess you look at it from two different views. Either one, the way we dress, because I would say, at least our circle of Christians, we tend, like, Sunday mornings, we are not a casual place of worship. We... We will, anybody can come in. My husband wears Carhartt. He's like a walking Carhartt commercial. Billboard, yeah. yeah. But most of the time, most people are in suits and the women are in nicer skirts and dresses. Then you have more churches that are more laid back, like shorts and tank tops But our and church is still... So I just wonder, though, if they see that dress, that might be why they think we're more stuck up. And that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. our church is still more dressed down than the church associated with the college. Well, that's because true. like the, like what we would wear on a Sunday morning is what they wear on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm home, so <clears> what, what I dress. Well, I think we have to tell them what we wear on Wednesday nights versus well, what like you would wear in California, right? Like on a Wednesday night here, I would just wear like a jean skirt right. and a nicer mm-hmm. shirt. But there, like, but we are in the Silicon still. Valley. You're still dressing, so up it's a lot. very like bougie, yeah. like mm-hmm. very like Manhattan, like mm-hmm. it's very very. 
like high class. <laughs> so if somebody went by just how we dressed or saw right. us going into church, yeah. I could see why they might think we're stuck up. So oh, yeah, I would agree there could be bad and good to that side of it. Like, yeah. do you not care enough to dress nice for Jesus? Or Ooh. are you going oh. so far okay. over that you're dressing up just so much more just to impress? Like, there's a... Attitude, people. There's a road you're on, and there's a ditch with dress up and a ditch not dressed up. So, like, yep. you got to find that even balance, I think, too. Bikinis and prom dresses are both too far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would agree with that. I'm going to have to change my outfit for tonight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, good. That was what, number four? Five. Four. Just go on. You're five. Yeah, I don't know. I'm five. Okay. So my next one is the fact that they think all Christian ladies are married by the time they're like 19. Well, let's talk about there's a common thing in our circle and maybe it's common amongst other circles. It's called you go to college just to get your MRS degree. And when I first heard that, I really didn't know what they were talking about. I'm like, MRS, mm-hmm. what the heck is that? And, and I'm like, that sounds crazy. My pastor's wife yeah. was like, to get married. And I was yeah. like, oh, like, I didn't even know what that meant. I had yeah. never heard it before. But that's so true. Like, mm-hmm. so many people don't even get good grades or anything. They just go. And then once they get a boyfriend that's serious, they're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. So I didn't go for that. Like, that would be nice as a plus, you know? Like, yeah, I went to college and found my mate. But that's not why I went to college. Well, I think no matter what <clears throat> realm of life you're living, I think every college age woman is like looking for a mate. I mean, that's like yeah. that's like the age mm-hmm. to be like you know on. But the nowadays, prowl. my generation is getting married later and later. That's like, true. Like in their thirties, like because I'm twenty one and thirties people like friends that we have are not getting married to like twenty seven, twenty eight, yeah. having kids at like thirty five, thirty six. Yeah, so. that is true. It's getting later and later. Like, my parents got married when they were really young. But I also think that our my generation is way more immature. So yeah. they need that extra <laughs> they need five the years. Extra I would agree with that. I'm going to have to marry, like, a 40-year-old if I want someone <laughs> yeah. maturity level that I can handle. <laughs> That's probably true. But I think there is truth to that. There's also, like, girls who go to college for, like, an actual degree. And then they're, like, stuck in that stereotype. Like, oh, she's just looking for a husband. Yeah. But because some it, girls do go just to find a husband. Yeah. Which is an expensive husband. Yes, ladies. it is. Especially if you guys don't find one. And the yeah. guys know. Like, yeah. like I said, I have guy friends. And I'll ask them, like, what do you think of this, like, like this girl? Like, I saw her, heard her talking in the bathroom today about how she just wants to be married. And, stuff, and they're like, oh, we already knew that. They're like, we can tell by how she acts. Like, she's just here for her husband. Yeah. So they're not, men aren't necessarily always super observant, but they're not dumb. <laughs> Some yeah. are. But do you think that the guys are there looking for a mate, too? Because, now, it depends That's on what college you go to. But, like, if you go to, like, a ministry-based college, like a certain college that I know of, like, the girls, like, don't have anything to do there. Right. I mean, they're just there to find a husband. And they outnumber the men by far. my college, there were literally three, this last year there were actually, like, this math is not exaggerated, three girls for every boy. Wow. Wow. Like, I, that is not, like, there were so many empty guy rooms, and we were all, like, crammed into, like, <laughs> 15 rooms. Okay, but see, then that causes another problem, because even Terry was talking about sending Maddie to a church that she knows of, and she was like, don't send her here, there's too many girls looking for guys. Yes. <laughs> because then you do, you have all these women yeah. who are, like, in competition. But the guys have to be there, to like, like looking for women, too, because, like right. I said, like, if you go to a ministry-based yeah. college, and the guys are there to, like, be a pastor, or a missionary, something, like, the girl can't go there for that. We, yeah. In our religion, we don't believe that 
women should be pastors or like go on the mission field by themselves really i mean mm-hmm. like most of the time you're chained to a man for that so right. if they go there unless they go to a second and college, i think that shows just like you said it shows the mindset of somebody when they go because most of the boys are going because they were called to the ministry they know what their purpose is at that age most of the girls i think a lot of times and this is my opinion y'all they are made to go by their parents and they're yeah. and that's not a good reason to go and then they're they are constantly told you got to find your i you got to find your husband you got to find your mate and you have to meet him in college well you know what god can bring anybody into your life and but i think those statistics 3 to 1 that's a big three yeah. girls to one guy so we could that literally have us pick you. up the clock cuz you know some of them are just not dateable so yeah <laughs> Wow. Okay. So I think yeah. it depends on where you go, I guess. Like Maddie, you go to Bible college, but you go for like yeah. media. You have something that you can yeah. go there for. Well, that's another She's thing. Girls go and they don't know what out. they want to do, so they go for like the one year. Yeah. And then they want to stay because they're still single and yeah. they don't know what to do for the rest of their three years. They're yeah. like, what am I supposed to do? Like, do I want to? Because you're right. There's not very many. At my college, they're better about it, but at like different colleges, there's not as many majors for women. Yeah. Like they either get to be a secretary or like, like home what is it called home ec or something well or yeah. you have to go to be you can do teaching at a lot of these private institutions but you can only preach or preach teach in uh private schools you right never not be allowed. it's not accredited so that's the problem with something yeah. i think that's a whole other question too yeah on it but yes i i do agree i think yeah you gotta be careful why you go to school people yes you but do. yeah just because i'm 21 and not married doesn't mean i'm lost forever yeah, despite what your grandpa says. Right, like it's yeah. all downhill. Like if I'm not married by 22, I never will be. Yeah. I mean, it's That's possible, but You're I doubt. old maid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Old maid. I'm drying up here, people. Yeah. She doesn't have cats yet, but she's got fish. Oh. Yeah, that's true. I did just buy six. <laughs> They're your fish off friends, not food. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's okay, good. so then, okay, my turn. My next question is, this one's more serious. Mm-hmm. Wives, wives. You are to be quiet, submissive, and have no opinion. Right? Oh, no. That's, uh, no. This one gets me heated. So I really think people that look from the outside of Christianity, especially those families that have all the kids and have all the homeschooling going on, mm. that they look at those families and they think, well, that wife probably lives under the rule of her husband's thumb, doesn't get to have an opinion, doesn't get to do anything she wants to do, and that is not true. Now, I will say maybe in some families it's true. I can only speak from my experience. And for us, that is not true. And I'm just going to say it. We've talked about it before. Being submissive to your husband is not a bad thing. The Bible clearly tells us uh, to be submissive to our husbands. But it doesn't say we're to be a doormat. It doesn't say we're not to have an opinion. It doesn't say we're inferior. Submission is not about being enslaved or and it's not about servitude. And like Madeline said, it's a hot button. Like, people mm-hmm. hear that word, and it's perceived in this culture, at least nowadays, that we're inferior to men. And that's not what it's about. It has nothing to be inferior or not. We're equal in God's eyes as far as, I guess, personhood goes. In, men and women yeah. are equal. We're in rights, equal. you're equal. Yes. But roles and responsibilities. Exactly. That's what I was just going to yeah. say. But Scripture is very, very clear. Um that God's design for marriage is a certain way and God's design for the roles for the men and women are very specific. And, but it never, ever scripture never suggests that the man is more important than it's the woman. Rule. Right. And that's not, and if you look closer at scripture, which would be in Ephesians five twenty two, the whole wife submit yourselves into your own husbands and men love the, your wife as Christ loved the church. 
I mean, y'all can read that. It's um, Ephesians 5, 22 through 33. But when you look closer at it, it's a relationship that mirrors the love that Christ had with his church. So when the husband is submitting to the Lord, because the husband has to submit too, I think people forget that. Yeah, it's right. not just about the wife submitting. The husband has to be submitting his will to the Lord. The wife submits her will to the Lord as well. And then through that, she wants to be, and take this the way I'm saying it, she wants to have that heart of serving her husband. Mm -hmm. And she wants to be that helpmeet that we're supposed to be. But it's not... People have put such a negative, naughty, naughty, Aaron hates that word, but anyway, <laughs> put a bad twist on submissive that women nowadays are afraid to admit that they're submissive to their husbands because they think it's bad. And mm -hmm. that's not it. I really, biblical submission just is allowing the wife to competently, competently follow her husband's lead. But I think the men aren't taught what submission is that either is because they too. think like when they tell their wife to do something and like the wife says, you know what? Like, not saying you should say no, but, like, let's say she says, like, I don't have time. And he's like, woman, it is a no too, and <laughs> yeah. I don't have a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. It's not just about the woman. The man also, and I think that only, I think in the world today, we're just so backwards on our roles. Not, right. again, I think the feminist movement has hurt women more mm -hmm. than anything else. Oh, yeah. Because while women can do a lot of things that men can do. I get it. We can. Okay. We're just as smart. I don't think we're as physically strong, I'm smarter, but I think yeah. we can be just as smart and we can do just as many jobs. Our God given role, that is our God given role is not to go have a, our role is not to go up against our husband and other men and to prove how, how good we are, like yeah. how much better we are. That's not what we were supposed to do. Well, like my husband and I have had this conversation about like our daughter. I don't, I mean, everybody has their own opinion about stuff like this, but, like, there's things that, like, we will let our daughter do, and we're not going to let our daughter do. Mm -hmm. I would never let my daughter wrestle. Because, right. not because the act of, like, she'll wrestle with, like, her brother, she'll wrestle with me or her dad. Like, that's, like, just playing at the house, whatever. But if she gets older, I'm not going to be like, hey, put on this tiny, skimpy little right. outfit and go roll around with some boys on a wrestle sweaty mat. Right. Like, that's just mm -hmm. not yeah. a lady-like Right. thing mm -hmm. to do so it's not saying she couldn't do it. it's not saying like she's not capable or right, she mainly could even throw be better. down yeah <laughs> yeah shoot kick your face anyway mm -hmm. but you know i just don't think that that's a lady like thing to do i don't want her to go into the oil field i don't right. want her to go around grungy dirty boys and do dirty jobs i want yeah. her to have you know a respectable job for a young lady well i think and so, so many people don't raise their daughters to be ladies anymore they raise mm -hmm. them with that feminist outlook you can do anything a boy can do. You can do anything. And you, girls, you can be anything you want to be. Absolutely. But if your main goal is just to prove a point, yeah. like I can do this better than you can, type, that is not the reason to be doing that. Yeah. And I think it's good for girls to have those traits. Like, uh, you know, John has talked about, like, you know, teaching mainly, you know, mechanical things right. when she gets older. I want her to be able to take right. care of herself yes, and do things. Absolutely. But not go work in a mechanic shop with a bunch of, like, nasty boys, mm -hmm. you know, and, like... That's not. There's a difference. Like I was raised, I was raised independent. Uh, we've raised Madeline to be independent, but mm -hmm. I think you can be a lady. I don't know why everybody thinks a lady has to do everything a man can do because we're just not going to be able to. But I think you can raise a girl to be independent and strong. I think you do your daughter a disservice by not teaching them things mm -hmm. like John wants to teach her. Because the first time I got a flat tire, like I didn't know what to do. Well, you know what? Now I know how to change a tire. So there's just certain things. I think you need to teach your daughters. Well, yeah, I have tons of friends at college who are so, like, not that I even know a lot about stuff, but my friends will come to me and be like, 
like, I don't know how to handle this because they were so dependent upon the, their dad that their dad didn't teach them anything, like, to pump gas, to, yeah. like, so yeah. they call me and they're like, listen, this happened, what like, I, I was with um, one of my friends and her tire blew, and she was like, I don't know what to do, and I was like, okay, here's what we're gonna do, like, I, you know, I just, like, logically was like, this is what I would do if, like, it were me, and I know that my dad would tell me, this is what my dad would tell me thing. to do. Girls yeah. should depend on their dads, that's what a dad's there for, Absolutely. But I'm also 1,500 miles if, away. So what, what is happens to if happen? that girl yeah. doesn't get married till she's in her 30s? Mm-hmm. I mean, or get married at all? All right, she needs to know how to stand on her own two feet. And I don't. That's not wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. People might disagree with me. That is not wrong to teach your daughters to do that. Yeah. At all. And but, I think in a marriage, it's not. I, I want to talk about the marriage part too. But go yeah. ahead. No, but I agree with you in all of that. You know, raise her to be a young lady, and we should all be ladies. But then again, you have to be, like, I don't know what I want to say. Not like self-sufficient. Say, yeah, you have to be self-sufficient, but you have to be, you know, uh, I guess humble. Humble would be mm-hmm. kind of a good word. Humble enough to still be submissive right. when you get married right. or if you get married, right. so that you still have, you know, that quality. We are not. I agree with you. We're not just like to sit back and just be silent, and we're just this helpless right. rag that gets used. And I think that's we what people think. Be. Well, that because like I'll say this sometimes when people are someone's trying to sell me something, for example. And I'll say, like, for I would never go buy a car without my husband. Even though I could, my credit, money, I could go do that. I would never go buy that without my car. Why? Because we make our financial decisions together. Ultimately, Jeff has the final say. That's how we run our house. But I would never make those decisions. But I think people look at Christianity or women that who are Christian and think their husbands make all the decisions, mm-hmm. whether they're financial. And maybe there are families that work that way. And if that works for you... Great. I'm not here but to judge. there are some that men who are not good with money. So right. there's no shame in having the wife do the bills. But that's why a husband and wife are supposed to balance each other out. I am to be his help me. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, this has taken me a long time after being married for 22 years. I used to always want my opinion heard. This was the downfall of being raised so independent. Um, I always have to have my opinion heard. And I've just learned with a man, that's not always the best way to go about that. So a lot of times I have to listen to my husband and I have to really figure out, okay, what's he saying? I have to support him in that. And there's times where I do not agree with him whatsoever on whatever it is he's made a decision on. But you know what? I will back his decision whether I agree with it or not. We've never had anything that's like been a church or a church split, like a family split. Like I can't follow you if you do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Usually we're both walking enough with the Lord and we talk about it enough that we come to a compromise. And I think that's what people don't think happens they think men just rule and lord over the house and make every little decision and that's not I don't think that's what the lord had for marriage I don't I think the woman's there to give that backing to stand behind them I guess this might be a bad term to maybe be more quiet and stand back and because your husband is the head of the house and he's the front of that family so I think though a good husband would because there are some really godly women that are just very wise. Mm-hmm. So I think a good husband would be like, "Honey, this is what I'm feeling led to do. What do you think?" And that's exactly mm-hmm. how that's how our marriage works. But yeah, I was gonna say that's mm-hmm. John. If he John has some kind of decision or something, we always talk about it. Like mm-hmm. he's not he doesn't just ever come to me. He's like, "This is what I want to do, and this is what we're gonna do." Like right. it's always like, "Let's have this discussion," and then like you, we come to a compromise, or I say, "You know what." In this, you do whatever you want to do, and I'm fine with whatever you choose. You and know, I think there has that's to be a how conversation. the Lord wants marriage. It's not like yeah. I said. It's not him. It's not him telling the whole family this is exactly what we're going to do because I'm a tyrant and this is what yeah. we're going to do. And sometimes he doesn't have to necessarily ask, but I just feel like it's respectful as a team because I feel like it really. Yeah. I mean, I'm not married, but I hope that when I am, it's like a team. 
It should be. That he would just, he would, I wouldn't have to say, are you going to ask for my opinion? That he would just ask me like, hey, what do you think about this? And whether he agrees or not, he could tell me like, listen, I don't think that's right. Fine. But at least he asked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that kind of goes back to the whole like, you know, the barefoot and pregnant and the bringing the crock pots to the pot, like, and all that (laughs) stuff too, of being a wife. Because like you said, we're a help me. And so like me... I hated the word submission to when mm-hmm. before I got married, even when I was first married. But like, to me, I my husband's busy. He had he's the one who works full time. Mm-hmm. He's the one who goes out and makes all the money and does the real job, you know. And so I want to do the one, be the one who does like the grocery shopping and the cleaning and the cooking. I don't expect him to come home from his like twelve hour day and cook me dinner while right. I sat at home and right. painted my nails all day. Uh-huh. Like that's just ridiculous. So that just makes me want to be that for him you know and yeah I drive a minivan and I have a few children (laughs) and I do own a crock pot but it's because but you know that works for your family I think we've talked about this on another episode that you know what works for one family doesn't work for another yeah um but I will say this ladies you have no idea if you're getting ready to get married or you're going to be married someday or even if you've been married for a long time you can make or break your husband, ladies. I don't oh, think yeah. women realize the power, and I really do think that's what the right word is. Mm-hmm. We do not realize the power we have over a man. Oh, yeah. It's kind of sweet. And we ha- <laughs> it is, but we have to be careful. Sweet and dangerous. Because I've seen women ruin I've seen ministries, like whole churches split. I've seen, I've seen women have to walk, a man walk away from a marriage that's not even in the ministry, but a marriage that's been on for 25 years because he just can't deal with his wife lording over him like trying to get control because that's the problem a lot of women don't want to give up that control they feel like they're giving up some kind of control to their husband and i got news for it it's not him it's the lord you're not wanting to give up control to it has nothing to do with your husband amen yeah so (laughs) let me just preach this somebody give me a pulpit i can preach this message (laughs) yes i could but i agree Mm -hmm. i do think that people look at us and think that we are just the silent submissive wife and that's not true and like you said in in a good marriage it's a partnership and he comes Mm -hmm. to you and you go to him and we might give i'm with you though like i mean men have a role i'm not going to go be a preacher of a church like i don't think that's right but if my husband's a preacher I would hope he'd want some input on a few things. Right, like, right. that's his church oh, right. to run, but I right. would hope we would still have that conversation. And I guess when it comes down to it, if I would rather, I'd rather somebody look at our marriage and say, well, she's a quiet, submissive woman, other than them saying she's that broad well, she woman on the, the house. Pants. Right. Yeah. I would, I never, in fact, I had a man tell my husband, this was many years ago, I don't remember what the situation was, but somebody said to my husband, can't you control your wife? And my husband, it almost went to blows. I'm surprised it didn't. But he calmly told this man, I don't have to control her. That's the Holy Spirit's job. So I I just think it's whatever works for your family. And the problem is so many people judge other families. If we could Mm -hmm. just stop judging everybody and stop thinking that we know what's going on in someone's family. Because we don't know what's going on. Like if a husband, like yours is gone for a couple weeks at a time. I mean, I don't, I know he might, sometimes he stays the night there. Sometimes he comes home. There was a time I grew up, my dad drove a truck. He wasn't home a lot. Madeline for 10 years of her life, Jeff would be gone for six, eight weeks at a time. And I had no other choice but to be in that role. I had to fill that role on behalf of my husband and I did it gladly. But for people to judge or to sit in judgment of how a family acts and does, that's not right either. We probably need to be more concerned about what we're doing ourselves than judging what everybody mm-hmm. else's family is doing. Yeah. Yep. 
Watch. I agree. You worry about yourself. That's right. That's, that's what I always right. tell my daughter. You worry about yourself. <laughs> Don't worry about your brothers. Okay. Well, I think that's pretty much the that sums up the wives are to be quiet and submissive all the time. I don't yeah. think that's true. I don't think so. I think, yes, I think we need to be submissive, but I think it needs to be done the right way. Yeah. I also, I think dad did really good with that because even now, like I'm still, I'm very independent, but I am really dependent on dad as well. So my poor husband, whenever. Yeah. Cause I am, I'm very, like my love language is physical touch. So like, I'm very much like a lovey person. Like that's just, people don't think that they think they can meet me. Like I have a teacher. I don't know if you're listening, Grace but I have a teacher, and she, when I told her that, like, that was my love language, and that I'm, like, really sensitive, and do you know what an Enneagram is? Like, your personality type? Oh, yeah. And I told her what that was. She's like, what? I thought you were just, like, this person who had, like, no feelings that and sounds, never did anything. You get that from your mother. Because that's just how I come me. across, but yeah. I'm really not. Like, I'm very much, like, a, I'll, I'll just love and love, and I'm very, like, that's just how I am, so. You'll play the damsel in distress a lot with your husband. <laughs> because isn't yes. it funny? I do that sometimes to my husband, like. There's something like, I could probably, yeah, (laughs) you're like, like, if I really wanted to exert the effort, I could probably get up there and do this or get that or whatever. But it's like, um, he's tall. He's strong. Maybe he needs a little boost of confidence. Hey, honey. I think that's great though. Because you know, that to me tells me, you know what your husband needs to feel good about himself and to edify and lift him up. And I think guys do the same thing for women Mm -hmm. by telling us we're pretty or we look nice or that meal was really good. Yeah, that's I think right. We do I the like same all those thing. compliments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if her future husband is listening, yeah. Ooh. call us if you're listening. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you already know, you've never man. seen me, but if you like what you hear, <laughs> so I cook, I clean, and I have fish babies. <laughs> oh yeah, she's the whole package, y'all. Yeah, um, she is. Well, I want to ask everybody on their Facebook page or on our Instagram, like, what is your Christian stereotype? Or you know, like, yes, what, please what do you fall give us your or? comments. Yep, we'll post that on Friday. Questions and concerns, and we'll com- commu- I'm really bad about communicating through Facebook. Like, I know y'all always y'all always post like, oh, the new podcast is out, and I'm really bad about that because I just I don't know I feel. Like, I don't want to. Well, that reminds me. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if everybody listened to last week's, but there was a few editing things that yeah, we I'm left Yeah, I'm really out. sorry. I was so tired and I missed some but stuff. it was kind of funny, some of them. But if it won't happen again. Them, I'm so sorry. They were funny. <laughs> to us, they were funny, but... Yeah. I didn't even know. I fell asleep so fast. And then my mom was like, did you listen back to that? I was like, no, I didn't have time. <laughs> like, so I don't know, sorry. maybe a toilet flushing or something along those lines. And then but... us talking about the toilet flushing. Uh-huh. That too. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, All right. goldfish. Yes. Yeah. Toodaloo. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.